Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. All right, welcome into Off the Radar here on 365 Sports, which we do uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays at around 445 or so. Just taking a look at a grab bag of stories and um, just kind of varies depending on you know what the headlines are like, but obviously got some scheduling stuff to talk about when it comes to games later on tonight. If you're a football fan, you should be fat and happy, and uh, we'll have plenty to, to check out later on this evening. Uh, but I wanted to start from this before it gets too old uh, because uh, it's been out there for a couple of days now, uh, but spring football leagues, and I know this isn't always the most popular thing in the world, but we know plenty of people who have had opportunities there and, and all of that jazz, and there is some interest level in it. But uh, it does seem that the XFL and the USFL are going to merge after an announcement earlier uh, today, and there was a lot of scuttlebutt about that uh, prior to today. But the XFL and USFL said uh, on Thursday that they will – uh, plan on merging and beginning play next year, released a joint statement. XFL, of course, owned by uh, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, and his ex-wife, while Fox Corps owns the USFL. Um, but, uh, yeah, these two teams are going to get together uh, and have one big spring league, and uh, there's still a lot of details to sort through. The XFL um, obviously has, you know, came back a couple of times now at this point. USFL, same type of thing, but... Uh, I know it's not the biggest story in the world, but I think this is the smart move. I, I think that you started to have like four different leagues and just the talent level, you just water it down so tremendously. There's not as much depth as you would think. Like the best players are in the NFL, and then there's some pretty good players that don't quite make the cut for a reason. And then there's just a lot of people that played football that you can't really separate too much. So I think this is probably the smart play for both leagues and, and maybe the way to make it as big as possible in alternative leagues. I, I just, these things just seem like they're, again, held together by thread. <laughs> And you you want to see them survive or whichever leagues combined or not survive because it gives young men who don't have a chance to play in the NFL or aren't good enough to play in the NFL or a chance to make a little money and have at least a chance to be seen too. Yeah. Um, I just, you know, are they going to survive? I don't know. In two or three years, will they be around again? Whatever allows them to possibly survive so that other kids, young men can play football and have a chance 
to fulfill their dream, I'm good for it. Yeah, and I do think that by the time you get to like the fourth league, you know, down, it's like, okay, what are we, what are we even doing here? But you know, combining two, now there's you know one league as opposed to two extra ones, and you should consolidate the rosters. Now there's a lot of details to be worked out, but uh, that is now official today. There's been a lot of talk about it. So yes, the USFL and the XFL will be merging into one league. Now there's no details. Like, will it be the US XFL or will how many teams will there be and all of that? I don't know. So for fans of spring football, um, you got uh, a lot of information that will be coming your way as they try to work through that. Like the broadcast agreements, like what games and where and all that, because the XFL came swinging in with some pretty big investments. I mean, as far as the, they were on main broadcast television uh, with, with their deals. So, yeah, that'll be uh, interesting to see. But XFL, USFL uh, will be merging. Meanwhile, in baseball, I, I'd assume you will be watching the Texas Rangers tonight as okay. the magic number starts to dwindle. Yeah, um, Yes, I, I'm nervous. It's been a while. It, you know, you, it's kind of like my college football team. If they were to ever be in a game that mattered, I would be nervous. And I don't know if I could handle it when it used to be just an automatic. And the Rangers were so good. You know, they had that run in the 90, late 90s. And then they had the run in the early part of 2010. And then they just – but it's been so long. And this is pretty dramatic. If they were to even clinch a playoff berth, let's remember now, they led the West for like every – day since the first week in April and then they were destroyed by the Astros in a sweep at home in Arlington yeah and I left them for dead doesn't mean I don't love them I do but they had Scherzer go down uh not yeah Scherzer go down DeGrom had already gone down the bullpen was a mess they had Young was out and and somehow they've risen and the sweep of the Mariners last week or whenever it was my goodness they're on the doorstep of this but I I don't – Ranger fans have learned this before because of Nelson Cruz. Don't ever count on something. It's done. Yeah, I mean, but, I mean, I'll be uh, visiting my sister this weekend, and the last time I visited her was like six weeks ago, and basically me and my future brother-in-law were like, yeah, they're done. They're dead in the yep. water. They have no chance of coming back. They're screwed. And then they just had this resurgence here lately. They went on a tear. They're a really good team. They're a fun team. Like, they've got a lot of great players, and – uh, it's just cool that, that baseball seems to matter again in Arlington because it didn't there for a few years, and we know the potential there. Um, but tonight, an opportunity for the Rangers at least. And there's here's I'll say this as well. MLB tweaked their playoff uh, rules and, and how all that operates over these last few years, and it's made it really exciting. No, it's made some for of like, these guys would be done. Yeah, some incredible storylines just across the league as far as postseason and jockeying for wild cards and all these different things, I think that they really made a positive step forward and as far as increasing the interest level late in the year. So you're not just like, yep. you know, crawling into the playoffs with no really uh, hype or anything like that. There's a ton of different scenarios out there. Uh, but for the Rangers, who we are uh, both very much fans of, uh, the magic number to get into the playoffs is one, uh, and the magic number to win their division is two. So uh, later on tonight, they will kick off uh, another series with the Seattle Mariners, who you mentioned just a few days ago. They beat up on, and uh, that will be starting later on tonight. That's in Seattle, so that'll be a West Coast start time, like 8.40 Central time, Great. first pitch. Uh, so that'll be a bit late on the calendar. Uh, but that gets underway tonight, and, yeah, with a win or an Astros loss, they would be in the playoffs. And then um, I guess if they won and the Astros loss. Uh, then they would. What's uh, the magic number to clinch? The magic number to clinch. The playoffs is one. Playoffs is one. The so any combination of win yeah. or an Astros loss in the next what four days? Yeah. Uh, which you know, who knows? We've seen crazy things happen. 
But it would, uh, the Astros don't play till tomorrow. So tonight right, they so could only they could clinch, clinch a playoff, playoff spot. Right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. And what's the magic number to clinch the division, too? I just said two. Yeah, they're two and a yeah. half games up with four to play. They have four left. Yeah, you're yeah, right. So they're sitting pretty uh, right now as it uh, goes into these, these uh, stretch runs. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be hard for the uh, Astros to, uh, to be able to um, – probably close that gap barring just some miraculous like the the Rangers throw up all over themselves and the Astros win their remaining games but uh, the AL West has been a lot of fun and that was big for the Astros to uh, beat the Mariners and uh, they look like they're sitting pretty for a wild card spot. I've been seeing notes that Dusty Baker could be on the hot seat. Oh yeah there's a lot of people that have I been mean, complaining about him. Y- yeah. who, who loved him and lathered all over him and he of course they won it all last year. But there's some thoughts about the way the lineup has been going, some mm-hmm. of the pitching decisions, the catcher, the young, talented catcher that was held out. Um, and I remember when they blasted the Rangers two weeks ago, three, maybe, it, maybe it was longer than that, maybe a month ago, and how the media that covers the Astros were pretty full of themselves, as they should be because they're the defending world champions, and they basically wrote them off, like the Rangers, yeah. and laughed, and Scott, they did, and it's fine. But now look at where they are. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, they're still sitting in a pretty spot to get to the playoffs. Sure they they uh, now, with that win over Seattle, have a game-and-a-half lead over them for a wild-card spot. So, yeah, just anyways, uh, Rangers are, are close to knocking on the door of closing out the division, uh, potentially. But uh, the Astros also looking uh, like they should be able to find their way into the postseason. But, yes, there is. I've seen a lot of that Dusty Baker criticism, and he's lost his touch and yep. things like that. I also think some of that, as much as accurate as it might be, uh, your Astros fans these days are spoiled as all hell uh, yep. because they've won a couple of World Series and they've been, you know, basically in the World Series, it feels like, for the last decade almost. It's they been have, so consistent. They have been on a great run. Yeah, they have. So, you know, some of that could also just be, like, getting a little spoiled. But, yes, there has been some Baker criticism for sure. So, anyways, there's some interesting things going on in baseball hitting these final few days and uh, very much looking forward to seeing how that shakes out. Do you have a note about Acuna? I uh, get to get okay, to that. Yes, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, one of the best players in the entire world, one of the best athletes in the entire world from the Atlanta Braves. Um, you know, baseball. I think the postseason race is interesting. I also think they've got a, a great cast of characters and young players, and uh, he is certainly one of them. And uh, he made Major League Baseball history on Wednesday, stole his second base of the game in the tenth inning as the Braves uh, tangled with the Cubs. Uh, that second stolen base made it his 70th overall on the season. And because he had also, at that point, hit 40 home runs on the year, he became the first player in the history of Major League Baseball to, well, create the 40-70 club. 40 home runs, 70 stolen bases has never been done before. Crazy. Uh, and he accomplished that uh, yesterday with his second steal. He's got 41 homers. He was the first to 40-50, obviously. He was the first to 40-60, and now he's the first to 40-70. And uh, first Braves player since – and I, I only mention this because I just – this was such a throwback name to me. But the first Braves player since Otis Nixon back in 1991. Who played to have, like 17 yeah, teams. Uh, Otis Nixon is just – that's a childhood guy for me, for sure. Um, but, yeah, he, he had 70 run. steals for the Braves back in 19 uh, – I think 91 it was. So, yeah, been a long time since – uh, the Braves have seen just that on the base pass, much less you had the homers, and, and nobody's seen what he's done now. So, yeah, he's a, he's incredible. The Braves are awesome. and They have the best record yeah. in baseball. Yeah, Dodgers have a really good record. And, and, hey, remember the rule changes this year about the bags are being the bigger? Yeah. And that led to that. That doesn't mean Acuna couldn't, Acuna couldn't have done that before, but those are the things, remember, that throws over to first. 
And then also the bases are larger. And the base paths are shorter, just a little bit, but an inch or two can make a difference. Well, I think, you know, it's like I was saying with the playoff race, with the bigger, like the tweaks that they made, you know, for all the talk there was about like what baseball changes and all, like it seems like it's working. It seems like it's made the playoff race super hot. It seems like you got guys like Acuna who are putting up crazy historic numbers. So, uh, yeah, that was amazing. The 4070 club has now been established by one Ronald Acuna Jr. So, uh, fun player to watch if you haven't checked him out, especially with the postseason about to begin. Uh, a couple more notes here. C.J. Stroud. You know, a lot of talk about Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, who should go number one overall and whatnot. Well, the Houston Texans seem to be pretty happy with their guy and the fact that they didn't draft number one because yep. that led to them drafting C.J. Stroud. He was today named the NFL's Offensive Rookie of the Month. Um, and I've read nothing but incredible things about just how excited they are and how convinced they are of, of how good he's going to be for them for a very long time but he's thrown for already a little over 900 yards, uh, which is third most in NFL history through the first three weeks uh, with Cam Newton and Justin Herbert also a part of, of being in that club and just a shade above him through their first three weeks. But, uh, yeah, he's been incredible, um, thrown for nearly 1,000 yards, four touchdowns uh, in both of the last couple of games, no interceptions. So he's off to a tremendous start. And uh, also saw this from, uh, from one of the articles. He's thrown 121 passes without a pick. Uh, so that passes him by Warren Moon, Carson Wentz, Tom Brady, and Case Keenum for most passes to start a career without an interception. So he's got all these like, little niche stats, yeah. but it goes to all add up and show you like he's off to a great start, and Houston seems to be convinced that they got the right guy. So it's going to be fun to see what he can do for that Texans franchise. Wasn't it? Did they? Who was it? Jacksonville that they just beat the Jaguars? Wasn't yeah. it? I was that yeah. right? Yeah, they I was beat the crap I, out of the I was Jaguars. Like, Wait a minute, they're going to in Jacksonville. They're going to throw up on themselves. No, they just kept. They just kept piling it on. Yeah, they, they beat them by 20 uh, yeah. in Jacksonville, so they absolutely destroyed them. And, and we'll wrap it up with this here. Uh, the schedule tonight for your TV viewing got a, a trio of games in college football. Middle Tennessee at Western Kentucky kicks off at 6.30 on CBS uh, Sports Network. Also have Temple at Tulsa. That starts at 6.30 on ESPN. And then over on ESPNU, Jacksonville State at Sam Houston, that kicks off at 7, all-time central. Uh, but there you go, a trio of games all starting around 6.30 or 7. And then in the NFL tonight, you've got your uh, Amazon Prime action. It'll be the 2-1 Detroit Lions at the 2-1 Green Bay Packers. That starts at 7.15 central on Amazon Prime. So, yeah, a lot of football. And I saw something earlier today, I wish I would have held on to it, of like this tonight starts a streak of like, I think it's, it's one of those of like there's 38 straight days of football, you know, like one of those types of things that we're about to hit. I wish I would have remembered to to have tabbed that, but yeah, we got a lot of football coming our way. Yeah, so there you thank go. Thank God we all we, we yeah. just we can't get enough of it, right? There's, yeah. So there's preseason a few things off the radar. Preseason games get great ratings. I mean, the, the the regular games on the weekend get like 20 plus million. Yep. Otis Nixon, I got to throw this out there. I knew he played for a lot of teams. Count this, Garrett. Yankees, Indians, Expos, uh, Guardians, sir. I'm just kidding. X, uh, three Expos. Braves, Red Sox, Rangers, Blue Jays, Dodgers, Twins, and then again with the Braves. That nine? Ten. Ten teams he played for. He could flat out run, tall, lanky, fast as he could be. Uh, Otis Nixon bringing back the memories with what Acuna's doing with 70-plus steals. Acuna's well, incredible. I mean, he yeah, really is. He's he really, really is.
This has been a Rogue Media Network production. <laughs>